Hi everyone, I'm Lori Boxer, Weight Nomad Diet Center. Welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. I don't believe I'm going out on a limb here when I say that we expect people in their specific fields of service to match what they're selling. Speaking for myself, I do. I practice what I preach. We expect dentists to have good teeth, right? I mean, I know I do. I, I, I mean, would you go to a dentist who had eight teeth in his mouth? I know I wouldn't. We expect dermatologists to have nice skin. We expect personal shoppers to have an immaculate sense of style. We expect equestrian coaches to know how to ride. We expect interior designers to have nicely designed homes and offices. Uh, I think it's safe to say we expect personal trainers to be fit. We expect professional makeup artists to apply their own nicely. We expect professional organized to be, oh, I don't know, organized. Uh, with that reasoning, shouldn't doctors be a picture of health? And especially in the areas of medicine that they practice, would you really listen to a doctor who smokes tell you that for health reasons you should stop smoking? Would you really listen to a doctor tell you that for health reasons it's important for you to lose weight when clearly the doctor cannot follow his or her own advice and get control of his or her own size? You know, a couple of years back in a 2012 uh, study, 500 primary care physicians around the country, researchers at uh, the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health and the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine found that a doctor's own size influenced how he or she cared for patients with weight problems. Obese physicians were less likely to discuss weight loss with heavy patients. Only 18% of these doctors discussed losing weight with their patients, while 32% of normal weight physicians did. What's more, the researchers found that, and this is a quote from a woman named Sarah Blyke, assistant professor, health policy, John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, who said, this is a quote, 93% of doctors diagnosed obesity in their patients only if they believed their own weight was equal to or less than that of their patients. Only 7% of doctors who believed their weight exceeded that of their patients diagnosed obesity, end quote. So can't we infer from this then that the doctor's weight plays an indirect role in perpetuating the obesity epidemic on several levels? Number one, by not addressing healthy weight with their patients, aren't obese physicians passing up an opportunity to help patients improve their health and avoid chronic weight-related conditions such as heart disease, diabetes, hypertension, and joint disorders? Aren't Number two, aren't obese doctors putting their own health at risk? Number three, aren't obese doctors sending the wrong message about weight to their patients who might rationalize their own size if their doctors look the same as they do? You know, folks, when an overweight or obese doctor does venture to give advice that he or she obviously finds difficult to follow, you know, isn't there an underlying, you know, and maybe even an undermining complicit, you know, wink, wink to the patient, you know, sort of like saying to them, you know, now that I've told you about healthy eating, you know, let's go out and have a cookie together. We'll change our habits tomorrow. 
I mean, a hospital or private medical practice can have all the latest and greatest doodads, gadgetry, and high-tech wizardry in the world to offer people the most superior diagnostics, treatments, and cures in the world. But when you come right down to it, isn't the the medical community, it's people. Don't patients come to see their doctors and not their machines? Don't they want and need help from humans? Uh, Don't they need and want to build relationships with doctors who can give them advice and guidance and to whom they look to as, you know, trusting role models? Should hospitals have a responsibility to hold its physicians, and no doubt perhaps its nurses as well, to a standard that encourages and exudes good health to its patients? I mean, dare I say its prospects and customers? Because listen, after all, hospitals are in business and they just and they're in the business to stay in business. And by the way, on the subject of nurses, the American Nurses Association captured a snapshot of the health of 350 nurses who agreed to take a health a what's called a health risk assessment at its Healthy Nurse Conference uh, and business meeting a couple of years ago. 70% of those were either overweight or obese, with 40% falling into the latter category of obesity. The age group with the highest incidence was those 30 to 39 years old. Now, in my experience, and I do know several doctors on a personal social level who are overweight or obese, doctors almost always choose not to seek help for their for their weight, for their obesity. It's their own superior knowledge, and they do have superior knowledge, that gives them a know-it-all attitude which prevents them from seeking help from others as patients seek help from them, and which allows them to ignore their own obesity-related health issues even as they diagnose and attempt to treat those issues in their patients. They are more devoted to helping patients than they are to helping themselves. Now, in my experience, from a business standpoint, attitudinally, doctors are the hardest clients to work with. It's no coincidence that in the Hopkins study that I, I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, slim physicians were more confident in their ability to dispense advice about diet and exercise to heavier patients, and 72% believed that they should be models of healthy weight for their patients. Going to medical school is hard work, I mean, no doubt. To be successful takes time, attention, planning, focus, and commitment for years. Losing weight is also hard work and requires the same time, attention, planning, focus, and commitment to achieve a healthy weight and to maintain it for a lifetime. Overweight and obese physicians who improve their own overall well-being as well as improve their attitude toward their own weight loss or weight maintenance will be much better able to influence the care they provide to their patients, including being able to prescribe behavior and not pills. And that, my friends, is my fat chat for today. If you have any questions or comments about this week's podcast, you can email me at info at fatchatpodcast.com, or you can send a Twitter message to at wait no more DC or at listen to fat chat. If you'd like to keep up with all the good stuff we do and the info we provide, visit our website at weightnomordietcenter.com and you can sign up there for our free monthly electronic newsletter 
and or to receive our weekly podcasts via email. Until next week, I'm Lori Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center, and remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. Music